Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Spread the truth! I'll set you free! You can't handle the truth. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. That's not how the force works. I'm gonna make him an offer, Captain. I'd buy that for a dollar. Hasta la vista, baby. This woman has to be got to a hospital. Hospital? What is it? It's a big building with patients. That's not important right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. I know. Hello, and welcome to the Creative Control Movie Podcast, brought to you by Zito's Gang, um, where we reshape cinema for the better. Uh, I'm your host, Kenan Akbar, and thank you for joining us for episode 11. Um, joining me on today's show, we have Neil the Treatment and Alex the Underestimated. Um, <laughs> also today we have Solman from Zero Gang Podcast joining us. Welcome, gentlemen. How you doing? Um, I have to come up with nicknames for everybody. So um, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like the Treatment, <laughs> Neil the Treatment. I think that just says it all. Um, so today's episode is the second of a two-part special that we're doing on the X-Men in the MCU. So. In the last episode, episode 10, we discussed how we would introduce the X-Men into the MCU. Um, so if you've not seen that episode yet, you might want to stop, go back and listen to the previous episode. Um, so you're all caught up. It's okay, we'll wait, don't worry. <laughs> uh, great, thanks for coming back. Uh, right, so we're going to get straight into it. So we're, this is on the basis, obviously, a completely fresh slate. Um, the only probably caveat to this is obviously if somebody's already played somebody in the MCU before, not that we haven't had a couple of characters probably do a couple of different minor roles, but there's also mocap and all that can kind of get away with it. But um, I think what we'll probably do is I'll give a character, you give your ideas. Um, if you haven't come up with one, because there's a whole list of characters. And then as we get towards the end, if you've got ideas, characters we haven't mentioned yet, then we'll kind of come up with those. So um, this is an episode where we should get loads of comments um, in the comment section. So we can just see who agrees with what. So one character me, you're going to name and everybody's going to be pissed. No matter exactly. Who, this this can make or break the series. You know, everyone is going to be pissed no matter who gets picked. That's it. Just start seeing those um, subscribe numbers just going down, down, down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Okay. I'm going to start with the leader of the X-Men. And I say leader as in Cyclops. Um, so uh, our Grandmaster General, who have we got for Cyclops in the new MCU? I was flirting with the idea of a bunch of people, but I feel like for, for those who obviously, you know, uh, watched or listened to our last episode, they should know my story kind of focuses on, to a degree, on Cyclops. Yeah, and his brother. Right? There needed to be a bit of a name for him. And I chose Zac Efron. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like He's at that point where he's a big enough name that the, the knowledge that he's in it would draw people to watch it, mm -hmm. but he's not a big enough name that it would drown out him playing this role. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you always have that worry of, in terms of this cast of characters going too big with somebody and then yeah. shattering the rest. Because it's yeah. really important about sharing screen time for these characters. Yeah. So, 
because I think perfectly example is like The Rock is Black Adam, right? Mm -hmm. Now, most people, most non-comic book orientated people don't know who Black Adam is, mm -hmm. but everyone in the world knows who The Rock is. I mean, literally, it was like in the news today, he is the most followed man on Instagram in America. Yeah. And um, I think like when the Black Adam film is finished and comes out, no matter who you are, if you are not into comic books, you're not going to be like, oh, wow, Black Adam, that's cool. You'd be like, yeah, that's The Rock. The Rock's cool. The Rock's cool. I'm going to go see The Rock. Yeah. 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 Did, did you have any other names or was Zac Efron your choice? Um, I did have another one, but he was, I, I wanted him more for another character as well, was um, Decree Montgomery. I think. Uh, uh, of oh, yes. One. Yeah, yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, I had him down as uh, Johnny Storm. And when we cast, yeah, well, we did Fantastic Four, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was like, when I was literally because I was going through lists, like for casting, IMDb has been my friend, right? <laughs> and I just been going through. I was like, oh, what was that thing I saw someone in? And I go through that, but yeah, him. I think he's he's on the cusp of something great. He's like, he's like a a, a James Dean type. He is the great talent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, Alex, who'd you go for? Uh, I went for Army Hammer. So I feel like he just hasn't hit the big time yet. Mm -hmm. Obviously, um, Lone Ranger was going to be the one for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know he was basically going to be Batman before. He was. Um, you know, that, that Justice League uh, project fell apart. So um, I just feel like, yeah, okay, let's, let's head him up as leader of the X-Men. Cool. Finally, finally get him off. <laughs> yeah. I see that. Uh, Simon, what do you have? <laughs> I was thinking of something really ridiculous, but I was thinking of Superman as the leader. <laughs> as in, uh, what's his name? The Henry new Cavill. one. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. Because I've seen him recently, and he's moved away, and he's not pushing the Superman angle anymore because, well, he's done with it, let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. And that said, it kind of plays with the crowd at the same time as it kind of plays with everybody else, that he was Superman in the movie, now he's playing this. And it works perfectly fine because it hasn't been shoved into that Superman image at all because I think he's more famous for his Mission Impossible and a bunch of other films than Superman now. Mm -hmm. Not that, but now. Cool. That's really it. Um, okay, so I went for I went for Army Hammer as well mm. um, as my top choice. Um, when I was looking at when I was looking at casting. I kind of went for that mid-30s range for most uh, of the main cast. So that's kind of where yeah. I'm at. Army Hammer's still only 34. So what I was doing is like trying to get the actors around the same age to then somebody who's like Iceman, probably a little bit younger, Beast yeah. a little bit older and that kind of stuff. So yeah, Army Hammer, like Alex said, um, he he has the potential to be that tempo actor, but he hasn't it hasn't happened for him. And I think, you know, Lone Ranger, it wasn't a bad film, um, but you know, he's up against Johnny Depp. And even yeah. though he was the Lone Ranger, he wasn't the main star of the movie. You know, it was Johnny Depp trying to steal all the scenes and stuff like that. So, um, and you know, he was great in like the social network and some of his early stuff. So, um, and he's got that new one where it's that remake. Uh, I'm trying to think of the movie now. Um, it's that Netflix movie where he is. Becca, Becca that's the one. Rebecca, yeah, Alfred Hitchcock remake. <clears throat> yeah, Alfred Hitchcock, that's the one I'm thinking of. And so, you know, so he's he's there or thereabouts. He's got the acting chops, but yeah, that that one for me. 
Um, the only other one I had potentially, because I'm thinking of someone who you believe can lead a lot of people, it was Kit Harrington. Um, whether, you know, because, you know, he took on, you know, took on the White Walkers, this that, and the other, became that king and everyone gravitated towards him. And I was like, yeah, you know, you could see a team gravitating towards him as well, you know, in terms of the way you might be able to lead people. So he was my, he was my backup choice. And again, similar age, like 33. Um, right. So who do we have for Jean Grey? Um, I have no idea how to pronounce her last name, mm -hmm. but her first name is Alexandria. I think it's Dadara, Dadario. Oh, uh, Dario, Dario, the one yeah. from, um, Dario. Ah, yes. I have yeah. heard somebody else actually. Mm. She was in Baywatch. She was in True yeah. Detective. She was in San Andreas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, interesting. Yeah, because I have a down. I have a down for somebody else. So okay. Because I think I think for me I've like for the most part I've done slightly different to you. I've gone ever so slightly younger mm -hmm. than who you've picked because yeah. I don't want I don't want mid thirties. I want younger because I want. I kind of want there to be a distinctive difference between what we got in the run up to the X Men, in, mm -hmm. in the run up to the Avengers, mm -hmm. where all of these people are adults. I think, yeah. with the exception of of Spider Man, the person who we really and truly were told was like the youngest person involved mm -hmm. in this was pretty much Captain America mm -hmm. or um, Black Widow, because Captain America is like he's roughly about. 22 23 years old when he becomes captain america mm -hmm. yep and um we clearly get told that black widow is in her like she's like born in 1985 so that uh -huh. makes it in her mid-30s but it's like i kind of wanted them younger so i wanted it to be that uh sort of like the avengers are figuratively and literally the old god Right. Okay. So yeah. All of these guys are like, you know, they're like, you're, I want to say fresh out of college type things. Like, obviously, you have certain people who are definitely older, but I wanted it more like you're kind of fresh out of college type individuals as opposed to your, you're a grown adult. You should be in like the working world. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, who else do we have for Jean Grey? Uh, I've gone for Evan Rachel Wood from Westworld. Two for two. <laughs> <laughs> somebody stole somebody else's homework. <laughs> like, you're sharing that show and you just know that if they decide to finally go Phoenix route, which is hope, won't yeah. do too soon. Yeah. But she can definitely do, you know, the sort of the standard goodie. Yeah, because Westworld, she shows that. When she needs to go dark. But yeah, so Westworld, she has those two sides to her, right? She's got that really sweet, um, soft personality, and she's got a yeah. really dark side as well. So, uh, yeah, she was she was my choice. And my only other one was um, uh, Lily James, Baby Driver. Um, okay. So she's around that age, 31 as well. Um, Evan Rachel Wood, again, 33, similar to Army Hammer. And I thought that might be a really good pairing, those two. Um, so yeah, interesting. Um, Sal, what did you have? Well, um, I've been watching The Boys a lot recently, and uh, this actress, I'm trying to remember her name, and let me just read it out loud if I can. It'd be a lot easier than trying to remember. And that is, uh, oh, come on, you. I, sorry, I can't seem to find the name. Oh, there it is. 
So the actress is actually called uh, Dominique McGillett. Ah, right. Right. Queen. Um, Queen Maeve. Queen Maeve. Yeah. Exactly. So everybody in this in the show kind of plays the goody good, but at the same time pretty bad and pretty yeah. in your face or subtle. She's very subtle compared mm-hmm. to the others. But she's, you know, she does both roles, so which is a lot of fun to watch, and that's the reason why I like her. And I think she would be pretty good in this one, yeah. in this particular type of role. Interesting. Okay. Um, Out of the blue, you guys haven't watched Boys yet, I'm guessing. Oh, no, I've seen the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just watched the finale the other day. Uh, nice. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be the new tag show for this for this podcast, I think. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. Um, right, so let's move on to let's move on to Iceman. Who's who? Has anyone cast Iceman? Yeah, I had a couple of ideals. Mm-hmm. Um, one was uh, Josh Hutchinson, who I think was from the Hunger Games. Who's <laughs> is it? Oh, okay. or whatever in the Hunger Games. Um, he was also in a little show called Future Man. I don't know if anyone saw like Seth Rogen producing yeah, yeah, where he yeah. is. Know, it's a comedy crazy thing. show. He can kind of do that, um, you know, the sort of the humor that I think that Bobby would have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my main choice, and this would only be if all this Spider Verse talk doesn't happen, mm-hmm. um, would be Andrew Garfield. I think he, again, he's got that sort of <laughs> the, the Spidey quips is kind of how mm-hmm. I always imagined Iceman as well. Um, but obviously, if this Spider-Verse thing happens, then technically he'll already be in the MCU as Peter Parker. So yeah. that, that wouldn't be a possibility, but those were my my two picks. Okay. I had um, only one person in mind. Uh, let's see if I can pronounce his name correctly. Uh, Kean Johnson. Kean Johnson. Uh, he is the, I guess you could say, the love interest in uh, Alita Battle Angel. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I mean, as I said, like for my version, like Iceman is a character you'll meet in the first film, but he is not going to get any level of real development until the second one. Mm -hmm. So I just want someone who like, you see him and they, it's because we haven't seen, I haven't seen enough of him, but from what I saw of him watching Aaliyah, I was like, you can do it like you're, mm-hmm. you're slightly younger than the rest of the people i have involved but you're not so you're not so much younger than them that it's a you know a like avengers spider-man type deal mm-hmm. it's your you're just younger than you're younger than them and by enough that you clearly have to grow into yourself but not so much younger that it's like they're gonna undermine you at every turn mm-hmm. okay cool um, so, did you cast Iceman? Really? I mean, I could well, like, I haven't thought of anybody. I think the thing is, every time you see Iceman, it's all like comic books. It really depends how much they put him in the movie because they barely did in any of them. And yeah. and I, it took me hours trying to remember who it was, even though I was looking through the cast listing and figure out who it was until I'm like, oh, yes, yes, that was the guy. So, they really couldn't think of anything because simply because it all has to depends it all depends on the fact that if they actually have a character that is significant enough in the movie then mm-hmm. i would have a pick otherwise it could be anybody really 
just to yeah. you know, you know, fill a screen for a while. That's better. Mm. That was my yeah, really take it on it. Um, I went slightly different for Iceman. So I went for Jerome Jerome from When They See Us and Moonlight. Ah. Um, and I think that this is a real opportunity now. You know, regardless of maybe diverse casting, you know, you could you know you could argue either way. But depending on how they're going to go with Iceman, in the comics, obviously they made the character uh, gay. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see if they do that for the film. Now, depending on how much Marvel want to push it, you could either have sort of like a white actor playing a gay part, whether they're playing gay in the movie or not. I think it's a real opportunity for them to do that. Um, or do you have a black character playing that role um, in a, in a, in a, as, a, as, a, as a gay character? So you've got a couple of different opportunities there. Um, but for me, I thought it was just an opportunity to have a little bit more diverse casting in this role because the trouble is when you look at the X-Men, it's a very white team. Yeah, um, I was, literally, that's what I was yeah. going through trying to cast. I'm thinking, actually, Jesus. Do I do a sort of um, a switch up in race? Or as you're going through, like, Christ, there's a lot of white people in the X-Men. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, so I started thinking about the character traits. And again, I wanted somebody younger than Cyclops and Jean and stuff like that to have that little bit of immaturity in the team and stuff like that. So the actor's like 23. He can definitely play younger if needed. Um, and I think he's, he has got a bit about him. You know, he play, he's played some very dramatic roles. But when you actually see him in his interviews, he is actually very jovial and stuff like that. So he's, he's got that side to him as well. So, yeah, so he was uh, Gerard Jerome. He was my pick for Iceman. Um, right. Let's go on to Beast. Who do we have as Beast? Person in my mind, and I only want this person, and I don't care what they've been cast in or what they're supposed to be in anything else, Jeffrey Wright. He was my number two. He was my number two. Yeah. Right, I'm like, damn it, that man is like watching him as Bernard in Westworld, like the yeah. way his glasses are just sitting on his nose. I was nose. gonna say, yeah, the glasses, it's yeah. just you can just like, sit there. You can hear the voice, right? You can hear the voice, yeah. the security, the intelligence in his voice. Yeah. I was like, oh, just watching it. I was like, paint this man blue, give him a little fur collar. <laughs> um, the only reason I didn't pick him. Mm -hmm. um, is he's also cast as the Watcher um, in the MCU? Oh, yeah, but he's the voice. But that's just the that's just the be for the animated show at the moment. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see whether they incorporate that into the movies later on. But I can understand why they picked again for that voice for that. But yeah. um, my pick was because again, I'm I want to go I want to go mocap pretty much for Beast, um, pretty much how they've done the Hulk. Um, so I want him to have his side before he turns into to Beast. I want him to be older. I want him to have, um, again, that different level of maturity. I think for me, when they did the reboot, he was too young um, to be that smart. I want somebody who's just got just that more wisdom about them and stuff like that. So I actually went for Brian Cranston. <laughs> got him, I got him in there somewhere. As, as Beast, yeah. So... Um, I thought he's probably a bit too on the nose to play some of the other characters. And I think for him as an actor, he preferred doing the voice work in a movie of this style compared to a physical presence throughout the movies. Yeah. Um, because I think once for me, Beast changed, he stays that way. And he's going to be quite big, you know, almost Hulk size for me. 
you know, but then he has that gentle nature about his voice and stuff like that. So I expect him to be a bigger member of the team and then he can be that savage um, when he needs to be. So yeah, Brian Cranston for me. I was thinking Jeffrey D. Morgan. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You guys remember him from uh, Walking yeah. Dead or Supernatural? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he has the same thing. He has a great voice. Yeah. I didn't yeah. listen somewhere else. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has a great voice. I mean, he can be very common. Listen to mm -hmm. that can be mm -hmm. same time very scary. Yeah. You know? And he's a big guy. I mean, the guy's like six and a half foot tall. So there you go. If you want to be you got a guy who's already massive. Mm -hmm. And you can just easily make him do it. And I think now you can easily say that because seeing his work, he can do it as well, which is kind of fun because he was drastically different between this, you know, supernatural a bunch of other shows that he's done in The Walking yeah. Dead. Cool. All right, good shout. Alex, who do you have? Uh, I went with uh, Joel Edgerton. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. huh? If you did want to go um, like prosthetics, obviously he's done that already in yeah, right with Will Smith mm -hmm. on Netflix. Mm -hmm. So he's used to the full body thing. And again, he's just got, I don't know, there's just something about him that whenever I see him talking in interviews, he's clearly an intelligent guy. Um, and so he's just, yeah. I just feel like he's got that sort of... Um, that that sort of wisdom behind behind his voice and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, just I don't know why he just popped into my head. Well, that's a good shout because um, he's he's been in quite a few films. Like he's, he was in like the Star Wars films. Yeah. Um, Great Gatsby, I think you know. So he, he's had a lot of minor roles, you know. So mm. yeah, it'd be a really good opportunity for him. Good shout. Um, right, let's move on. So how about how about Angel? Has anybody cast Angel? Yeah. Uh, the original squad. Oh, you pick, you picked um, the first team. <laughs> oh, first team, exactly, bro. First team. Uncanny. <laughs> so who do you have, Alex? Uh, for Angel, I went number one pick, I think, Dan Stevens. Um, he was in Legion, obviously, which is also, I know, sort of X-Men. Wait a minute, wasn't he one? Wasn't he Angel already? No, no who was Angel? Um, oh, you had Ben Foster. Ben Foster, that one. In oh. X3. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, yeah, because they both look like a skinny, tall, blonde <laughs> guy. <laughs> Sorry. Again, I'm, I was thinking with the whole Angel character, again, I'm thinking about, okay, you play him sort of like the good straight-laced Angel when he starts off, but you need someone that can also turn on the dark side if you decide to go down the sort of Apocalypse and Archangel route. Yeah. Uh, in what Dan Stevens does on Legion. Yeah, I know. Uh, obviously, there is an X Men connection there, but technically, you know, MCU and Fox now is sort yeah, of like, different. This, this um, yeah, I've, I've actually got Dan Stevens potentially as another one, so that's interesting. Okay. So okay. yeah, I, I thought I thought Dan Stevens um, could do the job. Okay. Can you just say at this moment in time, it seems like all of us have been circling the, a similar acting pool. Exactly. Yeah. They've used a lot of actors, so <laughs> that's true. No, but that's it. I've got a lot. Of, I mean, the other the actors that I can't think of, the ones you guys already thought of, are like TV actors, and I'm not sure people would know them. I mean, I like them a lot, mm -hmm. but to, see that the idea behind them is that when you do sell that particular actor in a role, mm -hmm. you need to sell it to the population, not just to you. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been a bunch of. I've been thinking a bunch of actors. Like, for example, originally I was thinking of Christopher. What's his name is. He was, uh, he's played a bunch of roles in different shows. His name is Christopher Hydro. Do you know him? Christopher. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Canadian, Canadian actor. Yeah, he's in Canadian everything. actor. Yeah, he's yeah, in he's everything. Now, he's in. I can't, the name's not ringing bells. Right. He's Christopher. 
He's in like every Stargate. <laughs> oh, he's in Stargate. He's in Supernatural. He's in Sanctuary. He's in. He basically crosses tons of TV shows, but he always comes in to do a particular role that kind of sits out, and he does it really well. And he, I mean, when especially when it comes to prosthetic work and pretending to be, let's say, a Wolverine or something like that, or an angel that has fallen, or a devil that has fallen out of hell and you know been torturing somebody. Brilliant work, brilliant sound, but nobody knows. Yeah. But I think that's fine. And I think I think mm. one thing about the X-Men is if you fill it with too many known actors, yeah. it's it, it's gonna be it's it's just gonna feel off. You know, it's gonna yeah. feel a little bit like an Ocean's Eleven where you just try to yeah. get, you know casting together. So I think you definitely need some unfamiliar faces in there and people is like I know I've seen you from somewhere, but maybe I can't quite place you. So yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um so for me there was two, uh well two or three actually. One was um, Garrett um, Headland uh, oh. Oh. from yeah. Tron, Tron Legacy. Yeah, so he's yeah. a little yeah. bit older now. He's 36 and stuff like that. I thought he had the look and, you know, um, of sort of like Angel and be able to play that quite well. If I was going for something slightly different, um, I also had Dev Patel. And I was okay. really outside the box here in terms of casting because I think he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. And um, I just actually saw Lion the first time the other day and that just that stuck in my mind i thought he was fantastic in that um and yeah i just thought you know this could be a real opportunity for him and again just a different opportunity for the casting here um but the also the other one i had was um actually jesse usher who plays a train in the boys yeah okay that's so i actually had oh yeah yeah him down as well just because he could can be quite arrogant you know with the rich boy persona this and the other but then you can show some vulnerability in this and the other. So yeah, so yeah, so those are the three I had, depending on you know the blend of the team and how I was going to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Um, in terms of other characters, um, has anyone cast? Oh, okay. Storm. I know people have cast Storm. So let's move on to Storm. Who have we got? I had only two people in mind. Mm-hmm. The first, like my number one draft pick, is uh, Janelle Monet. Yeah, same here. Right. <laughs> and uh, my second pick would have been um, uh, Cynthia Evro or Ervo. Mm-hmm. What's she been in? She's in She's in the TV show Underground. She's in The Widows. Uh, you know the one with Viola Davis where, and Liam Neeson's in it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, she's the one with the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those, those are my two two draft picks. Okay, cool. Alex, do you have anyone different? Um, the only other one, apart from obviously what's already mentioned, was uh, Sonequa Martin Green from This is like one of those memes. It's like you can copy my home, you know, you can follow my home, but that's not exactly. You know, it's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, Sonique Martin Green from Walking Dead, Star Trek. Um, yeah, she was she was yeah. my number two choice. So Star Trek's coming back next week or two days from now or something. I don't know. Mm. You, just so, need, you just need someone that can sort of you know that's got that commanding presence. And obviously in Star Star Trek, she's you know. She's oh yeah, got that. Because yeah, there's big rumors that she's going to appear in Black Panther two, as mm. actually the first place we're going to see Storm uh, because mm. of her ties with Wakanda. And um, but now without, I think it's going to be difficult to do if they don't recast Black Panther. Mm. But 
you know, we'll have to wait and see um, what that brings. But she's definitely <laughs> put her name forward. And she's, um, as you know, some, she's someone who said, I want to play Storm of Wars, I want to play Storm. I put my name forward. So it's kind of up to Marvel now. So, um, yeah, Feige, got to make it happen. Um, who else have we got? Uh, what about uh, Nightcrawler? Anyone cast uh, Nightcrawler? Why? Are... I... Oh, go on. Go on, go on, go on, go on. I'm going to have to remember this guy's name anyway. Wyatt Olaf. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's Stanley in It. Mm -hmm, he's mm -hmm. a kid, young Stanley in, in It. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, Nightcrawler, for me personally, is this is someone who, you know, he's not sure of himself. He has, he has self-esteem issues because, you know, he's freaking navy blue with a pail. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and this is someone who is like they're going to be quite kind of into themselves mm -hmm. because you know they never really felt at home anywhere they're someone who their mutation they couldn't hide it they've been blue yeah. with the tails oh, they born yeah. so there is no they never had a sense of family mm -hmm. so they have to kind of learn to open up to, around these these other people, this new family that they have in the X-Men. And I feel like the way he was in it, where he was like very much the outsider, even amongst that club, mm -hmm. that's the guy. Good shout. Good shout. Um Alex, I'm afraid to ask, but go on. Uh well, funny enough, a weird it connection there. I was thinking because of the just the the sort of the weird physicality that Nightcrawler usually has, um, Bill Skarsgård, who was Pennywise in it. Got, yeah. that, got that sort of lanky sort of limbs and stuff and um as i was like you know just trying to research for, for some ideas and stuff um i kept seeing the picture of nightcrawl i guess it's obviously i've not read x-men comics in ages but yes mm -hmm. he looked you know he's obviously a bit older in, in the comics now so he's got like a, a sort of a bit of a, a weird bushy beard and stuff yeah and so that's he right looks, yeah he looks kind of like i don't know it's a little bit off and so i just thought scars guard yeah with that sort of weird pennywise sort nice. of Physicality. Um, yeah, I've got Skarsgård down to somebody else. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, so for Nightcrawler, I had either Rami Malik. He was my, right. he was my second choice, actually, funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good pick. Uh, so Rami Malik, again, you know, if you combine his characters that he played in, uh, like, iRobot and... Um, and you missed a robot, right? Miss, I do that every time. <laughs> Every time I mention Mr. Robot, I say I Robot, Mr. Robot, um, and uh, then if you take that kind of vulnerability he showed when he did um, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, there's yeah. a Freddie Mercury and stuff like that. So I think you know he, he could play that. Um, the other one I had was um, Timothy Chalamet, who's going to be yeah. you know who's in Dune, who's going to be in the remake of Dune and stuff like that. Um, so he was the other person I had potentially for that, um, but I think Rami was my number one choice. Um, right, what about um, what about Rogue? Who have we got cast as Rogue? I Southern Bell. Only one choice for me. Mm -hmm. Go on. Um, <laughs> again, it's a bit of a DC crossover, but um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who was uh, mm -hmm. in Birds of Prey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got um, a Birds of Prey link for that. <laughs> I was like, initially I was thinking of like younger, because again, I wanted to try and have a mixture of sort of like mm -hmm. slightly older characters and younger characters, but 
Um, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm assuming like Rogue got her powers in the comics the same as I'm going by the 90s cartoon here with the whole yeah. um, Captain yeah. Marvel situation. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was trying to think if they do go down that road, mm. need someone that could convincingly sort of, you know, go sort of toe to toe a little bit with um, yeah. Brie Larson as, as mm -hmm. Captain Marvel, just for that initial sort of um, touch to get to get a um, sort of a hit of her powers and stuff. Right. So yeah, I just thought, yeah, I thought she was pretty decent as Huntress and could probably yeah. off. cool good shout um anybody else for rogue what, we thought, what do you guys think of katie cassidy katie cassidy uh, she could be doing very well she could she played her, well canary for a couple of years and she yeah, has that yeah. oh right yeah yeah katie cassidy yeah yeah of course from arrow and stuff right so, yeah exactly so that's a tv show that's like you know but at the same time when she had played sorry no, I was going to say, but she's been in films. She could definitely pull up a film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And not only that, I mean, she has done something similar. I mean, that particular character. So mm -hmm. that can be done from that. Yeah. That was what I was thinking. Mm. Don't ask me why, boys, but what? I had uh, Journey Smollett. Okay. <laughs> also from oh. Who played <laughs> in Birds of Prey. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I mean, I've been watching, I've been watching Lovecraft Country and just watching her in that. I'm just like, yep. Mm -hmm. You 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 need a, a a hella strong character that you could be in a film that's gonna get the backing, the budget, the exposure. That's not gonna get treated the way Birds of Prey got treated. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you know, obviously, you know, we were having discussion earlier about um, changing, you know, about whether you alternate someone's race or anything. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. Southern Belle, yeah. Okay, nice shout. Um, so I actually had Alexandra Daddario. So she, <laughs> wow. I had for Rogue. Um, I, I just think she can bring, um, she could probably bring a powerful presence and, you know, Rogue, for the less of a better word, she's probably a little bit more of the pin-up character for mm. the, uh, you know, for the X-Men. Yeah. Um, and I wanted someone who'd be able to be, be able to play off good banter with um gambit you know and i looked a little bit at like baywatch and how mm. she had to get rejecting zach efron and stuff like that and so i was just like okay let's see a little bit of that um you know the the, the girl that a lot of men want but can't get kind of thing um mm. so yeah so that's that's kind of who i want, went with um so speaking of gam oh sal did you have if anyone wrote well, I've already mentioned Katie yesterday but what i was talking about i was actually going to say that have you guys seen why women kill no. no, right. It's got Lucy Liu, it's got uh, Daddario in there as well, and it's got I think it's got Drew Barrymore. No, I don't forget. No, no, it's not her. It's got a bunch of these actors, and they're playing past, uh, present, and future sort of a character within a house, oh, and okay. why these women have won and gone kill. And she plays a pretty cool and different role. I mean, basically, she actually plays a role rather than just being a pinup, uh -huh. and uh, like Baywatch. So, if you want to see how she acts, mm -hmm. is a good example. They have a look because oh. it's a really good show mm. and it's all female lead basically but at the same time it's quite it's, it's simply that you don't know when they're about to break and about to kill and that's the whole uh key of the whole show right okay cool yeah all right um what else have we got uh so i mentioned him so let's talk about um gambit mm -hmm. who have we got for gambit 
I had who's gonna start? <laughs> yeah, I got two. I had initially I had three names, but I honestly one of them, I know I only picked him because of his voice. Okay. Was uh, Lucas Black? Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like that's a southern boy all day long, and I was just like, mm, but he's he's not the guy. He's not the guy. <laughs> he's not. The guy. Um, the two guys who I did have in mind were, as I said, I mentioned him earlier, was um, Dakri Montgomery. Yeah. And uh, the other one was, uh, I think it's uh, Toma Capon, who's Frenchy in The Boys. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I had his yeah. name down, and then I scribbled it out. I, I did. Frenchy in The Boys, I'm like, yeah. Because <laughs> he, I mean, it's like seeing him in The Boys, and obviously the way he is with... Um, um, Athena. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, Kamiko. The way he is that, I'm <laughs> yeah. like that thing of, you know, the guy who's like at one at one moment you're like, yeah, you're a complete perv. Yeah. And then the other one, you're like, no, but you got so much heart. And there's oh, so much stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You've done such wrong, but at the same time, you kind of you had a, your own kind of moral code of why you did it. Yeah. And I'm just like, that duality, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see him in more stuff. Um, he's an Israeli actor um, mm. as well. So um, that's a good choice. Yeah. Um, I had two. One was uh, Ross Butler. Now, he played Zach in 13 Reasons Why. Ah, okay. Um, so, again, I went slightly different against potential cast, but I think he's got a great physique. Um, he's got, um, he, for me, he's one of the better actors in the show. I thought he was great. Um, and I think he can play, like you said, that duality of that character where it verges on pervy, but, you know, he's, he's actually, it's, it's actually from, from love. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I suppose most people with a gambit, they're going to want to hear the accent. So that's going to be going forward. The other person I had was Dan Stevens. So um, he was my other choice potentially for Gambit as well because I think he could bring some. Yeah, yeah, quite, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, anybody more for Gambit? Uh, not really. No, it's Channing Tatum, mate. What are you talking about? There's no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I I didn't even pause to think about Channing. I'm sorry, Channing. I never saw it. I never bought it. And I don't think. I think Disney probably bought the rights to make sure you didn't do it. Yeah, I, get I, it. I, <laughs> Like it literally just the thing. The weird thing is, thinking of the whole Fox X Men universe, he he probably fit in as Gambit in the Fox Money Wood. Do you remember they did that actual uh, Vanity Fair cover where he was actually sat with all the X Men characters because he was going to be doing the Gambit film? Yeah, they did a whole spreadsheet. You know, this was happening, and then it's it's lost like four or five directors, writers, all sorts. So. Um, but yeah, that's definitely not going to happen. Uh, you know, them people that are just like, I do not want this on my resume. Yeah, yeah. It's like I can see this not going well. Um, okay, did anybody cast uh, Colossus, or are you thinking Deadpool oh, Colossus, or what, what are you guys thinking about? No, no, my Deadpool for me, Deadpool has no place in the X Men of mm -hmm. the MCU. Mm -hmm. Really. I uh, yeah, I'm like, for me... I've, I've said the same on a previous episode. I yeah, think he does gang podcast. If you do multiverse, then maybe he can pop in and out at some point and like make his commentary. Mm -hmm. But I think all in all, what has been set up and established with Deadpool, it needs to be its own thing. It always needs to be its own thing. It can't be 
heavily connected. Like, let him as a character reference all the things that's going on. Mm -hmm. But I just don't want to see them side by side. I don't want to see, oh, the giant, you know, the, the, whatever the next end game is. I don't Mm want to see him there as a character. Like, maybe have a little tiny little cameo, but nah. Keep him separate because mm-hmm. yeah, I agree 100% with that, mate. Yeah, it's yeah. just he just doesn't he just yeah. doesn't mesh, and it's it's a shame really because no. obviously Deadpool was so great and has done so well mm-hmm. that now that Fox doesn't have it, I don't know what they're going to do with Deadpool. But yeah, yeah. I'm in total agreement. Each yeah, I mean, hopefully they will release it, but it'll be under one of their other you know sub studios kind of thing. Yeah, because they didn't really go down Colossus route to be honest. Yeah, because they still got Fox. Is it Fox Century or is it Fox? It's Fox. No, it's 20th Century Studios now. 20th Century Studios. If they release it under that, then yeah. Um, See, you guys are missing a beat here because I think it would be amazing to see that. (laughs) It it would be great to see, but what it does is it breaks the tonality of the MCU. But it has to be a Deadpool movie, right? It can't be an MCU. What I call from that their point of view, it has to be from this guy's point. Yeah, you'd have to have. You'd have to have MCU characters cameo in a Deadpool movie. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that could work if you're going to do that way. Or better yet, fake instead of, or better yet, start as an MCU movie and turn into a Deadpool movie. Yeah, and you know, I think you know what they what they did with with the X Men is like obviously they made the presence felt, but the whole cast of characters was literally in that room. You see them, they close the door. It's like yes, okay, there's a link here, but they're not going to interact because it would break that continuity. Marvel with the 10 year timeline to then suddenly have a character who's broken walls and made references to Hugh Jackman pop culture, all this kind of stuff, yeah. it doesn't quite <laughs> fit. Um, mm. But like I said, hopefully we'll see it in one format, um, but I say in a different awesome. So yeah. for me, Colossus, um, one thing about Deadpool was Colossus was always Colossus, you know, he mm. was always changed. Um, so I definitely want to see more of the actor um, as opposed to the earth. But I wanted to go someone a little bit different. Um, so I went Florine Montunio. Uh, I don't know if that's how I pronounce it right. He what played happened? the son of Drogo in Creed. Yeah, definitely. Oh, so he's big guy. He's a boxer. He can be intimidating. Doesn't need a huge amount of lines. He's Romanian. He's kind of got that Eastern European Russian accent. Um, and he can play into it. So from a physical presence point of view, and you'll be able to do the mocap stuff and all that kind of physicality as well. So he's who I had okay, as Colossus. That man silver. I saw Creed too. <laughs> you dip him, <laughs> dip him in some some silver paint and let him beat up whoever you want. <laughs> exactly. Just add. Yeah, it doesn't even need to be CG. <laughs> so he's who I had for Colossus. Anything else on Colossus? Any other thoughts on that? I could. I couldn't come to it man every time i started thinking clauses my brain just went back to john cena i'm like that's not no 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 because <laughs> i keep on thinking of an imposing yeah, yeah exactly no it's, it's a funny thing because you think of the imposing figure right so you yeah. think okay which actor can have that and you, every actor i can think of isn't exactly an actor it's more of a wrestler or a guy who stands behind and beats up somebody you know yeah. what i mean yeah. so the only guys i could think of was like well it was the rock and then john cena but every time I see Colossus from Deadpool, my brain goes John Cena, because somehow I have superimposed his face onto his body. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I know it's not the actor, but I keep on thinking that same. Right. Uh, right. Is this, so a couple of um, uh, other characters now. So Jubilee. Um, so I cast Jubilee, and I went for um, Park Sodam. Um, she was the daughter in Parasite. Um, 
Uh, I think she's a very talented actress. Um, again, not very well known um, mm. and a great opportunity to take on that role. Did anybody else cast Jubilee? No. Um, oh. I just thought of uh, Jamie Chung. She was mm. Link in the, I can't remember the name of the, the that show that was on Fox that was X-Men-ish. Oh, gifted. Uh, yeah. Um, gifted. Gifted, yeah. Gifted, that was the one, yeah. Yeah, she played Blink and that, and I thought, again, that show, she kind of got a bit shortchanged, so give her another shot in the uh, sure. X universe. I was thinking of Andrea Bang, Andrea Bang, but, um, I mean, she's kind of fits the belt, but not exactly, but I wasn't really sure. Do you know who she is? What's she been in? Okay, she is in Kim's Convenience. You know, the guy who's playing, uh, what's his name, Simu Liu, Liu? who's uh, playing... Uh, there's the big Asian characters coming up in the oh, movie. Oh, okay, yes. Okay, now I know I know the face, so I couldn't replace, uh, yeah, the name. Right, okay. right. So he, I mean, his show is Kim's uh, Convenience. It's still going, it's, it's, and it's going to keep on going for the next couple of years as well. It's brilliant comedy. If you guys want to watch it's on Netflix. Um, she's, she plays the sister. And mm-hmm. She's also quite dynamic, and she can do a lot of things. And I haven't really seen her anywhere else, and I thought it would be a great fit to throw her in the mix. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've got creative control, my friend. You can do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So what about Kitty Pride? Anybody cast Kitty? Yes, I did. Uh, yeah. It's, what is her name? It is Sophia Lillis. Lillis? Lillis. Uh, Bev in It. In It. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. We seem to be covering two or three movies, man. And <laughs> it's with it or the boys <laughs> or Walking Dead. Um, I went for um, Natalia Dyer from yeah, Stranger Things. Oh, thing. you got her as well. Stranger Things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nan- so yeah, Natalia Dyer, Stranger Things. Um, I think she not only just looks the part, I think just the way her character Chroma Khan sat in that show, I think um, is very relatable. And obviously we're not always- Is that Nancy? Nancy. Sorry? Is that Nancy? Nancy, yeah. Nancy, yeah. yeah. Um, So obviously we're not just picking characters because obviously they played um, other characters who are similar and we think they can do it, but um, just um, just her screen presence. And I think she's just at the right age um, for that character and stuff like that. She's like 25. Um, So yes, that kind of works for me. Right, so let's move on to some of the big hitters. Um, right, we'll start off with Mystique. Who's cast Mystique? I had a couple of choices for that. Two lined up for her. Um, probably number one, uh, Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. But yeah. If that's sort of like too big a name, because I, I don't think Mystique would be a big, necessarily a big part of it. I'll kind of there was a, a comic that Mystique had um, years ago where it was very much, she was almost like Black Widow where she was like a spy, mm-hmm. assassin, this kind of thing. So she's mm-hmm. like maybe in the background doing Black Ops stuff or whatever. And you want to yeah. go a slightly um, lesser known, although, you know, still a well-known actress. Um, Alicia Vikander was my other choice. She's mm-hmm. not much, she was my first she, choice. She, she, she sort of, you know, she got, she got the muscles and stuff when she did uh, Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. So she's got the physicality there um, and not probably quite as high profile and mm-hmm. the um, the bank <laughs> that yeah. Charlie's run with. Well, she's <laughs> with the a large chunk of the budget, wouldn't she? Um, <laughs> yeah, so Alicia Vikander, she was my first choice. And the second choice I had was Natalie Dormer. Okay. Um, oh. Game of Thrones and stuff like that. I think she can just she can just do evil, I think, you know, and um, <laughs> sinister looking and that kind of stuff. So 
Um, so yeah, so Natalie Dormer. She was also in Hobbs and Shaw, wasn't she? I think so. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and wasn't she in Mission Impossible? I think she was in Mission Impossible as well. I'm gonna have to check that now. Um, I was so, thinking Catherine Winnick. We have Catherine Winnick. Okay. Yeah, I had that from Vikings. Uh, from Vikings, yeah. Yeah, Viking. Because I was thinking of two people. They're quite different. One's that, and one's the what's her name? Pedilaki. What's her name? She's uh, she oh, is doing. Um, Adriana. Uh, Adriana, that's it. Yeah. She, she, she was, has the Mockingbird or whatever. Wasn't she in? Yeah. Yeah, Shield. Yeah. Yeah, she was on Agent Shield, and she's now doing uh, Seth uh, MacFarlane's TV show, the uh, oh, space oh, show. Oh yeah, Orville. Yeah. yeah. Orville, yeah. She's playing, uh, well, she's playing second to him, really, yeah. in the show. She yeah. was Wonder Woman for a pilot TV show. Yeah, yeah she was. <laughs> yeah, was she? Yeah. It, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't the worst thing I've seen, but it was clearly... Oh, yeah, I've never seen that, actually. Pilot. Yeah, but I, see, but I find Catherine Winning as a better actor, though. Hmm. See, I had um, Olivia Wilde okay. as okay. first round, and um, Isa Gonzalez. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Remind me who, where is she? Isaac Gonzalez. She? She's in, she's in Baby Driver. She's in... Uh, Dust to uh, Dawn, the TV Dust show. On the TV show. Ah, okay, okay. Cool, cool. Got it, got it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the other one I had, um, because that's why I'm getting these two mixed up, um, what she was in, uh, Vanessa Kirby. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, mm. that's who I uh, who else I have in Mystique. Um, she was in sort of like Mission Impossible and stuff like and that. The Crown, yeah, and The Crown, and she was in Hobbs. Yeah. So oh, yeah. the other one I was thinking of. So yeah. So okay. Um, yeah, I think we've all gone slightly older with Mystique, which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because because of the nature of the character, she can yeah. Be that's it. Exactly. She well, exactly because. Mm. You know, she's not herself for that much of the movies, is she? So, um, okay, so let's what order are we? I'm gonna leave these two to the end. So, um, I cast, um, I looked at casting Mr. Sinister as yep. well, just because, um, and also the Toad. So, uh, Mr. Sinister, I had two. I had, um, Andrew Scott, who was Moriarty and Sherlock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, and my other choice was Colin Firth. Well, I want to see. I want to see him play some baddie. I like Mark Shepard for that. Probably be uh, Nathaniel. Ah, yeah, because he's he plays evil and everything, and he sounds evil half <laughs> the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even if you speak nice, it sounds like he's an asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, any more for Mister Sinister? Yes, I had three choices. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, in in order going backwards up. I uh, I had in third place Christoph Waltz. Right. Oh. Okay. Right. Um, because I was literally in my head, I was just merging um his doctor from Elita mm -hmm. and um Are you talking about the Tarantino movie? Huh? The Tarantino movie? Yeah, from um Inglorious Bastards. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can see he's thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. um, in second place, I had Shalto, Shalto Copley. That name rings a bell. What have they been I in? Uh, District, District, District 9. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Ever since, I've, ever since I saw Elysium, I'm like, I need you as a bad... You brought him up a couple of times. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah. Exactly. I need you as a bad guy in something. 
and she didn't see you as a bad guy like for a long extended period of time. And that's all really good. Because in, in my yeah. cut, in my cut of, of the X-Men films, he's the villain in the first film. <laughs> and he's yeah. the villain in the last film. Because <laughs> I mean that's a really because in District 9 he's nice. At least he's bad. And in that uh, what I call 18, he's just hilarious. I mean the guy the guy is good. But my, uh, I think my number one pick for Mr. Sinister is uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Right, okay. All right. Uh, Interesting yeah. shout. I have him as a possibility for another character as well. <laughs> but, um, okay, yeah, no, I can see that. I mean, he's just, he's just brilliant whatever he does. So <laughs> any more for Mr. Sinister? No, didn't, didn't have Mr. Sinister on okay. my list. So I went, um, I cast, I was trying to think, I went for the Toad and I went, that's where I went for Skarsgård. So I had him down as the Toad because um, I think he, he's just got that physical performance about him. Uh, yeah. That, that as a different person. Ooh. Anybody else for the Toad? I didn't really think about him. Nope. Um, okay, so we're down to three. I'm gonna leave this one to you. Now, these two, I went back and forth so many damn times. Professor X and Magneto. Yeah, right. I, got them, I got them selected out. <laughs> I've got I've got so many options. Now <laughs> this is this is where I went with it. Mm. So for me, I'm looking at the way the MCU uh, has been. I'm thinking about how much we've seen of the X-Men and the way that it's been done previously and we've seen it a couple of times now that the magneto that we know with the, the links back to germany this that, and the other i'm thinking potentially i'm going to bring it forward and base it on the civil rights movement yeah i did the same thing <laughs> all right <laughs> okay so this is where i've kind of changed it around mm -hmm. and I had, because I was like, I don't want to be too on point and I want to reverse a little bit. So I actually had um, Giancario Esposito as Professor X. Right, yeah. And back. Jeffrey Wright as Magneto. Oh, that's so good. That I had good. them cast in those roles. Now I have other ones because depending if that, maybe that's not the, the right way I want to go with each of them. But I was yeah. also looking at um, Ralph Fiennes. Uh, he can do either. <laughs> yeah, I had the same thing. He could be both. Um, for Professor X, I was also looking at um, Sean Bean, um, Ewan McGregor. I even considered mm. Daniel Craig. Um, I actually, I considered him for Magneto, actually. <laughs> interesting. And then Magneto, I also had, uh, yeah, like I say, Ralph Fiennes. Denzel, I considered. Um, mm. And Nicolaj costa Volnu, who was in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Third season. Oh. Uh, the hand kind of thing. So, so yeah. So where do you guys go with Professor X and Magneto? Gentlemen. I've, I've been confused. Like, I couldn't think really think of anything. Every time I thought of something, I'm like, no, it's just retarded. And I have no, I, I couldn't yeah, nail it down. Let's put it that way. Because for a moment, Stewart, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Because for a moment, I was like, well, I like the, uh, the well, the chemistry between, what's his face? Um, uh, David Tennant and Michael Sheen, and that'll be funny because they can yeah. they can do both and they can play either. I mean, I'd rather have David Tennant as uh, uh, Magneto, uh -huh. as an evil person, and Michael Sheen as Professor uh, X, and that would be funny because that'll be funny. I mean, it would be good because they have done it. They sort of done it. 
Yeah. And they've sort of done the other version as well as and staged, if you guys have seen it. And then at the same time, I was uh, thinking of uh, turning into two old men and have them <laughs> as Denzel Washington and what's his name? Uh, oh my God, what's my brain just went? Uh, Morgan. Oh, Morgan, right. Okay. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Just two really old guys compared mm-hmm. to everybody else, uh, what are called young. And that would also kind of put it in perspective of their lives that as of old lives and nowadays. Yeah. Because it'll be completely different to everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alex Neil, what do you have? Uh, well, having not had any um, input in the previous episode, so mm-hmm. not thinking about how they're being introduced, I wasn't thinking like context-wise or anything like that. I was just yeah, like, yeah. let's just go for this. So Professor X, same as you had Ray Fiennes as potential. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I used to, I even had him as Magneto if you didn't have him as Professor X. So I think he could. Yeah, agree. he could definitely do both. Um, also, oh, there you go. dual character, he could play the. He could play yeah, him, right? yeah, or do yeah. <laughs> Um, Mark Strong was another one I thought of with Professor X. Yeah, I liked him yeah, as um, he was Merlin yeah. in um, Kingsman, so mm-hmm. he's got that sort of mentor yeah. sort of um, sort yeah. of role in that. Um, Stanley Tucci was another one I was thinking, which could have been quite interesting. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I also had the the Giancarlo Esposito just because he's always plays bad, so it would be interesting <laughs> to see him actually be the opposite. <laughs> be yeah. good. But then if you know, like, obviously in the comics with things like X-Force and stuff, Xavier does have that sort of darker side where he's got things going on off the books. Yeah, that's it. He's not a white white character, is he? Yeah, so you could then have that sort of links with, like, maybe Mystique and and stuff going on. So you need someone that could do that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Magneto, I think probably my top pick, um, Jason Isaacs. I think he's, he's in a lot of stuff, but gets quite underrated yeah. I think yeah, it's a good show. he's really good though I just think yeah. he could do he something he was really good in wasn't he also in Star Trek yes yeah. he was actually yeah yeah yeah, he, yeah, he, show, yeah, yeah. he made the um, yeah the guy from the Mirror Universe yeah that's it yeah good show yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah as I say, Dan, Daniel Craig for some reason just I don't know I think because he's got a similar look to Jason Isaacs mm-hmm. so when I was thinking of Jason yeah. Isaacs I was thinking okay well, if he didn't do it who else and um, yeah again just you know I mean Daniel Craig's done a, a variety of stuff anyway, but he tends to be more on the good good side of things. So again, yeah. just to sort of flip it a little bit and and, and go sort of full villain. Cool. Um, Neil, who do you have? Well, for me, I had for I had traditional and then I had switching it up. Mm-hmm. And my switching it up, like you can, was like, okay, we're just gonna put this in the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my traditional for Xavier. It was Brian Cranston. Okay, yeah. Right? Mm. Because I'm just like, even though it's kind of like, oh, it's on the head, because, you know, like his most famous role, he plays a bald, really intelligent guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I think people are missing the actual trick of watching Breaking Bad and seeing Walter White have that dark side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I want, I want right in that middle ground between the school teacher and the drug kingpin, that middle ground is Xavier. Yeah, yeah. Right? So he was my traditional Xavier. And then I had, um, I'd say three and a half for <laughs> my, uh, my, my, my non-traditional. Okay. And those three were Joe Morton. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 
Um, for, our listen, for our listeners, who's he, who's, what's he been in? Oh, he was in Terminator 2 Terminator as Miles Dyson. Miles Dyson. In Justice League as Silas Stone. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, so him. Uh, Courtney B. Vance, who's in, like, he's in Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Right? But he's been in so many things that, like, everyone has seen him in something. And um, I think even though it's a even though this character, this person is white, Timothy Dalton. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, he's cute. Yeah. So those were my uh, Professor Rexes, and my Magnetos were um, Mark Strong. Yeah. Mm. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Mm. All right. Right. As traditional and as non-traditional, it was. Um, Michael Ken Kenneth Williams, I think it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, him. So it's like from the YR. He's wow. also in Lovecraft Country. You can tell I'm really enjoying Lovecraft Country. Yeah, right. And but my number one draft pick would be Denzel. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Absolutely, like I just feel like, especially transitioning. And the thing is to transition it from you know uh, that World War from World War Two to the civil rights movement mm-hmm. it's just like it's perfectly positioned because the man played malcolm x in a film yeah. <laughs> you know, just like you channel some of that that malcolm x that that just you know like i am intelligent i'm willing or I, i'm you know i'm prepared that if i need to i'll do whatever is necessary but let's not get to wherever anything is necessary that is just Denzel. I can imagine him in the movie, like when he's chatting to um, Xavier, he'll be just like, the humans, they'll turn on you. I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> turn on you, Charles. They turn on you, right? It was like, I've seen it happen before. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Um, has, before we move on to probably the most difficult character to cast, has anybody got anybody else that they touched on that they want to mention? Yes, I had um, uh, Morph. Oh, yeah. I had Morph, Dazzler, and Sabretooth and Leech. Okay, give us. Oh, I forgot Sabretooth, you know? Yeah, because I, I uh, can't. I've got, say, I've got a Sabretooth in mind. I tried okay, to call. Okay, all right, cool. All right, let's see. Right, so who have you got for Morph? Go on. Right, okay. So let's see. For Dazzler, don't judge me, boys. Don't judge me. <laughs> I had three picks. Uh-huh. Cara Delevingne. Okay. Cara, yeah, okay. She's been in... Uh, she was Carnival. in... Hmm? Carnival, Carnival Row. Row. Yeah, yeah. She, Carnival Row. Um, Taylor Swift. <laughs> so you've gone for the tall bronze. Wow, okay. okay. I, I, need, I need a pop star. I need a proper uh-huh. pop star. Right? Or... Miley Cyrus. Wow. Because <laughs> I'm like, Dazzler's a pop star, and in a weird way, I want that someone who's who's been a pop star, who's had that pressure on them of, like, one new story could really just shit up your whole career. Okay. And the fact is that for my Dazzler, she starts out as a pop star, it's revealed she's a mutant, and everything goes to hell for her. Yeah. My size kind of fits that bill, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you can just claim that right now. Yeah. 
for Morph, I had um, Bill Skarsgård as one, one pick. And I had Pete Davidson. Oh, right. That's a name that rings a bell. Yeah, he's, I think he's done Saturday SNL. Night Live. Yeah. yeah, Saturday Night Live. And he's in the film. Staten Island. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. Staten Island. Yeah. So then, yeah, he's, actually, yeah. he's actually going to be in uh, The Suicide Squad as well. Yes. yes. Right, yeah. And I'll, I'll get, you know, Leech. I had, um, I think his name is Jackson Robert Scott. He is really young. He is uh, Georgie Dembro in It. So he's the little brother who gets killed. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's the one who loses. He's the one who loses the arm right at the beginning. Yeah, right. Him, he'd be Leech. Okay. Right. Yeah. But for my saber tooth, I have my man, man, Michael J. White. Nice, nice. I think. I think for me, um, I, I considered it earlier, and it was like, um. Momoa is just again too on the nose for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't cast him as that. But um, I'd probably rather see him as Craven in that kind of mold rather than um, Sabretooth. But um, cool. Okay, some good shots. So who do you have for Sabretooth, Alex? Uh, I had Rory McCann, the Hound from Game of Thrones. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like that. Like that. Um. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. the only other character I had was Emma Frost. Which, oh, of course, um, yeah. Who have you got? Yeah, I, I had that Catherine Wenick or Rosamund Pike, if you wanted to go. Ah. <laughs> you see, yeah. for me, the only person who'd play my Emma Frost would have been Charlize Theron. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Charlize Theron for that. Yeah, interesting choices there. Yeah, totally. There's just so many damn characters. It's just yeah, incredible. Um, okay, so. Well, say the save, say the most complicated, <laughs> probably the biggest, the deal till last. Um, Wolverine. Now, um, everyone's been skipping this podcast to get to this part. I know that. So, um, <laughs> I don't care about. We've already covered Wolverine. I mean, we mentioned it. We was like the third person we mentioned. Why? <laughs> you know, it's not my fault. People skipped it. It's. Uh, I think for me, I actually don't want to see Wolverine probably for a couple of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he's been the center point for so many. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at the same time, I was thinking, well, then if you bring him in later, does that make him a bigger character than he needs to be? Yeah. So by having him part of the original team, he's not bigger than anybody else in the team. Because mm-hmm. I think obviously the first movie, what they did was it was like they had this team, this school, and it's Wolverine coming into that. So I actually thought, nah, I'm probably going to have to start having him around in the background. Um, but for me, it. I wanted to keep him quite unknown. Now, so for me, I'm just going to give a shout out to Sasha because all he's ever spoken about is Scott Eastwood. As <laughs> yeah, I knew that would come up. Um, and I was like, I have to shout out on this episode because he's not here. So Sasha, um, that, you know, that's for you. He's not for me. Um, I, I try to have a look and see who's got some acting, who's got the right build. Um, and I came across, I came across this one and it was, it's Milo Gibson. It's, um, I don't know if any, have any of you heard of Milo Gibson. Name doesn't uh, ring a bell, no. He is um, Mel Gibson's son. Oh. Um, now he's right now. <laughs> if you if you search him now, um, and for those of you listening as well, I'm sure you will as well. Um, oh, no. He 
<laughs> he can't lie about who his dad is. <laughs> no, he looks so much like his dad. Yeah. If you look at the trailer for All the Devil's Men, or if you've seen the movie for All the Devil's Men, mm-hmm. um, that for me is very much some Wolverine characteristics there. Um, he's got that Australian accent, which I can dig. I can have that in the movie as well. Mm. I'll be like, you know, leaning. Why? Down. He's Canadian. Um, is he Canadian? Oh, he, oh, that was because I'm thinking Mel Gibson. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so he was obviously born in Canada. Fine, my my mistake. But no, I mean Wolverine. Wolverine is ca- is Canadian. Wolverine's not, Canadian. Not. Sorry, yeah. But if you think back to the original, Hugh Jackman Wolverine. with the Australian accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with the with the um, with the original cartoon, I don't know if you remember they had that. Um, they had went for like an Australian accent. Yeah, exactly. It didn't pass. But for me, he's if you listen also if you listen to because I think one for me, Wolverine is also the tone of voice is really important. Um he's got quite a deep tone. He's gonna be able to have that savage part about him. But yeah, check him out in um uh the All the Devil's Men. If you don't want to watch the movie, check out the trailer. He's my choice for Wolverine at this moment. Um, because he's just not well known enough that he can make the role his own as opposed to being compared to a lot of other things which i think is going to be the hardest part because automatically everyone's going to compare him to jamman and also he's not that tall he's only about five seven so that that plays into that character he's he's just the fans (laughs) yeah um so that's my wolverine um who else have you got i took a left turn go on all right so i thought Again, something completely different out of the way. Just can't you can't judge Wolverine anymore. I mean, as soon as you have a white guy, you're gonna go, ah, oh, yeah. So he kind of, kind of. Does he kind of look like him? Does he not look like him? So I thought, how about Ricky Whittle for American Gods? Uh, okay. You guys know. Okay. Yeah. So he's a tall. He's a I want to call it British black actor, and uh, he's oh, okay. rough yeah. and gruff. So he has him. He has, he's got the posture. He's got the voice, and he could do this. What they call the acting too. I mean, the, the. I mean, if you have seen American Gods, I mean, I've seen a couple of other shows. I think he's been in the hundred, and I think he's. Where else was he? I mean, I've I, seen I him briefly in the hundred because I watched a few episodes of that. I haven't seen American right, Gods. Yeah. I know him from hundred. There you go. So yeah, so I like him. Interesting choice. All right. Yeah, yeah that's left field. And yeah, I can dig that. All right. Because I wanted somebody that you cannot, cannot, uh, what do you call, compared to. Compare to Jack. Yeah, exactly. Because when Susan, you see him, you don't think of anybody else. You just, you look, just look at the guy. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's, that's what I wanted. And he's a good enough actor as well. And in American Gods, he's shown he's, he's got a lot of, you know, a variety of chops in him as well that way. Okay. Cool. Um, right, who else we got? Um, right, well, obviously the fan favourite out there in the interwebs is Tom Hardy, but again, I don't want to go down that route, although I think he would be fantastic, but again, with this whole Spider-Verse thing, he's going to be Venom and all that kind of stuff. Anyway. Yeah. So I went, uh, going back to The Boys, um, Anthony Starr, who is Homelander. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a, a bit of Man Art the other day, and it was like, oh, damn, man. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> He looked really good. He was actually he was actually my second choice, as in for somebody who's more well known. Yeah. Um, and yeah, because not many people see much of Anthony Starr prior to the boys, but um, yeah. I watched him in um, 
Oh, what was that one where he took on the identity of the sheriff? He was in Ban yeah, Banshee. I've not I've not seen it, but I've oh, seen yeah. it. Look yeah, at, I've seen shot. like screenshots of it and um, you know, the odd trailers and stuff. And he even to me in that with his like shaved down head, he looks a little bit like um Jackman is X twenty four when he's yes. like the clone yeah. with the hair shaved down. He, he, thought, he, and yeah. in that show he played basically in that show he plays it's it's, it's not a spoiler because it's the first thing in the episode. He basically takes on the identity um, of a new sheriff that's moving to a town and he's just yeah. come out of prison. Um, so he's playing a sheriff when he's not one and uh, he's just blagging it the whole way through. So, he, But you see he has that soft side to him, that caring side for people that treat him well, but then yeah. he's a savage side to him as well, which will just take yeah. people out. And I think that's pretty much why he got cast for the boys because he's shown yeah. he has that. And yeah, he would be my second choice for someone. If you needed a bit more of a name for pulling power, that would be a shout. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but again, even, I mean, obviously, I know the boy. He's doing well with the boys, but I don't even think he's like that he's big. Not a household name, name given, at all. You know, given, yeah. given, no, given that. Not at all. Homelander to most people. You know? Exactly yeah. that. Exactly that. Yeah. So I think yeah. So Neil, it's all coming down to you. <laughs> I got two picks. Bring right. it home. <laughs> one is one who's older because I'm. I feel like the nature of Wolverine is that he's been alive so long mm -hmm. i just think having someone who's like who exudes that badassness but is like just by the look of them they're significantly older mm -hmm. was uh joe mag mangaliano oh yeah deathstroke yeah, deathstroke yeah. for the dc yeah. deathstroke from dc where i'm like look we ain't got no guarantees that we ever gonna see him again as deathstroke so i'm like He's, yeah, he's a Deathstroke in the Arrowverse, though, isn't he? Yeah. So um, yeah. no, he's not Deathstroke in the Arrowverse. He's Deathstroke in Justice League. Justice League. Oh, I'm getting confused. Right. Oh, no, sorry. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking Manu of Bennett. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manu, Manu Bennett. Bennett is the one from um, yes, Manu Bennett. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, not him. And the other one, if somebody, someone who's younger, but well, I feel like <sighs> Gooden Gruff. Gooden Gruff. But technically, they've already been in the MCU. Is Logan Marshall Green? Uh, I don't. I know that name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. always referred to as like the the, the cheaper Tom Hardy or whatever. He? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, he was in Upgrade. He was in Upgrade. He was yeah, really good. Upgrade. upgrade. Like after seeing Upgrade I'm... and Prometheus, and he's in Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah, Upgrade, Prometheus. But I mean, he was in uh, Homecoming. As like the original shocker, the one who gets turned to dust. That's right. Ooh, right. He's uh, kind of blinking and miss it, isn't he? Yeah, but that's the thing. That's what. Yeah, it yeah. Enough, enough that you could actually, yeah, you could actually use it, but not and not think about that link. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's the thing. Even if people do, I'm like, yeah, like, I got creative control. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Carl Urban I mean, looks good in that position as well because he's rough and gruff and the same, you know. But it, I mean, he's just too close. Yeah, Carl Urban's a good shout. He's a bit close. Um, I think close, that yeah. for me, he's probably just a little bit too old. He's pushing 50. Um, yeah. So I think just from a... Obviously, because we want these characters around for like the next 10 years or so. Mm -hmm. So I'm just conscious that going that old may prove may prove a little bit of an issue. But um, going back, actually, um, Manu Bennett, um, he's not a bad shout either, actually. Oh, he's Again, pretty he's good. One, so he's a bit older now. Um, yeah. Because he was brilliant in Spartacus. Um, yeah. Oh, excellent. I, I yeah. love him in that. Um, okay. Well, speaking of Spartacus, maybe we need like a bad John Hanna back. Because he was brilliant <laughs> in that as well. Um, <laughs> we, 
Yeah, he could be a Mr. Sinister, to be fair. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, okay, any more for any more? Uh, we've, part, we've cast our X-Men. So yeah. there's a lot of continuity through there. I think we picked a lot of actors. Some actors were interchanging in between roles. Um, and that, that's going to be a given. Um, and I think that, um, yeah, I think we've done well. I think Marvel, you, you know, if you got this list, you can't go wrong. I'd like to say one thing that you guys were mentioning, if, you know, that uh, not to bring in any of the old actors. I mean, you potentially can, but not in the same, what are called, obviously not in the same roles, but you can bring them as something else, especially if they don't, if people don't think of them right off the bat when they think of that movie. Mm -hmm. Easily bring those because there have been other actors who have been in the previous ones and come in the new ones, but people didn't remember they were in the last one, even though they had a significant like James screen time. Martin playing Cyclops' dad or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, that reminds me, I did have one person picked Havoc. I picked uh, Nicholas Hamilton, who plays um, he plays the bully in it. I can't remember his name. You just watched mm -hmm. it recently. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I haven't. Well, I'm going to watch it. I mean, it was, it's October. We in the Halloween month. I'm going to watch it. But no, it was more just like, because I was picking young actors, I was mm -hmm. looking at like young ensemble casts. Mm -hmm. So it was like, it came up as one of those young ensemble casts. It was like, yeah, it, Stranger Things I looked at. And I was just like, yeah, let me just pluck the, the, the gold from here. <laughs> Brilliant. Cool. Okay. Um, I also, there, there's another actor because, again, I just watched The Gentleman recently, which I thought oh, was yeah. fantastic. Um, it is one of my best films of 2020. Um, and Didn't I tell you? Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> for me, I need to find the casting right for Henry Golding. I think he's brilliant. Yeah. Didn't I tell you this? I told you the guy who literally was uh, what I call on BBC Travel Show. That's what yeah. he did, right? Yeah. And I mean, I told you, like the crazy rich, uh, crazy rich Asians, he didn't really have a role at all in this, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, he got him acting, he got him doing a good job. It was really cool. Yeah. Well, he's actually supposed to be in the upcoming um, Snake Eyes movie yeah. um, as well, and he was in uh, Crazy Rich Asians and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I definitely find a part for him there, and I loved him. Yeah, as the, um, I loved him as the bad read, guy. I think. Yeah, mm. or I read something that there's rumors of him. I thought, well. I don't know if it's like actually in the running, but people are like talking about him as throwing him in the hat for uh, Bond as well. If they wanted to change up. Mm -hmm. cool. oh, I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. Um, but Cavill's my man for Bond. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll do we'll do we'll do an episode in the future of re uh, recasting Bond um, because yeah. I was going to do it sooner, but obviously with No Time to Die not yet out, I want to see how that finishes. Um, and then we'll talk about some, you know, bonds for the future because um, they won't announce the next bond until that's been released for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. do before and after. It finishes the way all of them finish with him smashing some young filly at the end of the film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, One for the road. That's mm. it. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's it for today's show. Um, thanks for joining me, guys. Much appreciated. Um, mm -hmm. If um, people want to follow you on social media, where can they find you? You can find me in a underscore, well, basically at SAL underscore F1 at any of the social medias. Uh, you can find me on Shoot for Moon Picks on Instagram. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm on Instagram at Lex underscore Damon. 
Cool. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Kenan Talks Film. Um, please let us know your thoughts on this episode in the comments section on uh, YouTube. Um, let us know and suggest movies for us to discuss in the future. Um, you can catch all our previous episodes and future episodes um, on YouTube. Um, you just need to find us um, on the YouTube channel, Kenan Talks Film. Um, but if you want to listen to the podcast um, only, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and many, many more platforms. Um, so hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, if you have downloaded this podcast, please give us a review or make sure if you're on YouTube, if you hit that uh, like and subscribe and make sure you hit that bell to get notified. And um, please share our podcast around to social media or your friends and family, even people you don't know. Um, if you thought this episode sucked, then my question is why are you still here? Um, so thanks very much. Until next time, peace. Peace. Bye.